If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. It's important to understand the breakdown of how your money is being put to use. The more in touch you are with your expenses, the more likely you are to make sure that any money out is tied to a tangible, measurable result that you can keep track of as a business owner. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm not going to lie. There are a few TV shows that I am embarrassed to admit that I am a giant fan of, including Real Housewives, MTV The Challenge, Bravo Below Deck. But one show I am unashamed to share that I am obsessed with is Shark Tank. Like I love seeing passionate entrepreneurs creatively pitch your ideas. And as someone who myself is starting to invest in other companies, I obsess over how the sharks ask questions and how they share what they could do as a strategic partner and how they negotiate a deal. Like I love that show. I think it is so much fun. If you don't watch it, highly recommend it. One of my life goals is to be a shark on Shark Tank. I'm just throwing that out into the world. But here's the thing. When I watch that show, one of the things that I always find myself in total awe of when it comes to Shark Tank is all of the numbers the business owner has to memorize and know off of the top of their head while they are being recorded on national TV. Like seriously, just the thought of that, I like can imagine standing there and them asking a very simple question in my mind, just going totally blank. And I mean, it's interesting because you don't know what questions you're going to get asked. And of course, on TV, you're just seeing like a 10-minute part of the pitch. But I think the pitches are like an hour or even longer. So you'll see anything from expected questions like revenues and sales to like nitty-gritty questions like the cost per acquisition of a certain ad campaign or the lifetime value of their customer. And I am always so impressed with the poise of the people pitching as they bat off their numbers to the sharks. 
I know with confidence if I ever made it onto the show, if I ever had a cool invention to share or something, I'd have to do so much digging and analyzing and memorizing beforehand, which is actually bringing us to today's topic, which is metrics. Knowing your numbers is something a lot of business owners avoid. I'd bet that 95% of entrepreneurs would absolutely flop if asked the Shark Tank questions on a random Tuesday. Like, what is it about numbers that is so intimidating for us? Even as a total self-proclaimed analytics nerd who obsesses with strategy and numbers and tracking all things metric-oriented, there is something super vulnerable about stripping away the vanity metrics or the social media facade to only look at and dig into the black and white numbers and what they have to say about the health of your business. So today, I'm going to be walking you through the six must-know metrics for you as a business owner. Let's pretend like we're all preparing to go on Shark Tank together. Are you ready to dive on in and talk numbers with me? Here we go. Since I joined the HubSpot Podcast Network, I've been introduced to so many new business podcasts, and I can't resist sharing the goodness with you. If you're a creative business owner or thinking about becoming one, you're going to want to start listening to the Being Boss Podcast. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be a boss as a creative business owner, a freelancer, or a side hustler. Emily Thompson explores topics that I know will be relevant to you because we talk about them here on Gold Digger too. She features episodes like Rituals for Creativity, Project Management, and Building Systems for Creatives and Freelancers, and Taking Time Off as a Business Owner, which is perfect because tis the season for some time off. Tune in to the Being Boss podcast with Emily Thompson wherever you listen to podcasts. As we all know, numbers don't lie. If certain things aren't doing so hot, the numbers will let you know. And one of the reasons why I love numbers is that they represent an equation void of emotion. Like as entrepreneurs, we're generally emotional about our business, and I think we should be. It means that we're passionate. But numbers help us strip away the emotions and lean on equations that can guide us. They're the most straightforward indicator of what to look at when you need to know what's working, what's not working, and what needs some tweaking in your business. So why is it that so many of us shy away from regular metric tracking as business owners? Let's face it, number tracking isn't exactly the sexiest part of owning and running a business. It's the deep work that keeps a pulse on how you're doing, but it's not fun or flashy. It's not exciting like going live on Instagram or mapping out a really awesome email campaign. Number crunching happens behind the scenes. It doesn't get likes or comments. And a lot of times we leave it at the bottom of our to-do list, never getting done. Now, truth be told, I did not have a consistent pulse on my numbers and I didn't have a weekly metric scorecard where we keep track of all of our numbers until two years ago. And I've been in business for a decade. Now, I wasn't formally tracking anything really until I had my business coach, Dean, on this podcast and he challenged me to know my key performance indicators or KPIs and to get both a scorecard and an integrator. And good thing I'm a good student. Literally after that episode, after we did that coaching call, I started looking into both of those things and started to take action. And it turns out he was so right. 
he usually is, because even though I had a pretty good general sense of what was going on in our business and that we've always been profitable, how we're doing from a bird's eye view, I didn't have the more granular look at specific pieces of the business and how they're doing on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. By the way, if you want to listen to that episode, it's so good. Scroll back to episode number 250, or you can head to jennacutcherblog.com slash Dean. That's jennacutcherblog.com slash Dean and tune into that episode called Unscripted, A Call With My Business Coach. And you'll hear the live raw version of what he had to say to me about my sales mindset, the next step to scale, and of course, why tracking numbers in business is imperative. Now, two other incredible resources on this topic are books called Traction by Gino Wickman and Rocket Fuel by Gino Wickman and Mark C. Winters. And if you're just getting into this idea of tracking metrics and operating as the visionary of your business, I totally recommend reading or listening to one or both of these books to get a fuller picture of what you can shift to easily incorporate a way to track your key performance indicators and spend less time wondering or worrying about whether your efforts are truly converting and worth your while. Here's something you want to know. So in an article from allbusiness.com, it gives the three main reasons why you need to be tracking your numbers. So if you are not totally sold yet, listen up. These three things will totally convince you. Number one, it reduces stress because you know exactly where you're at how things are performing, and what needs improvement at a glance every single week. I mean, we could all use less stress in our lives, right? Number two, it improves team performance. Since everyone's actions can be tied to a result and a number, it lets them keep a pulse on what they should be focusing their efforts on. Now, side note, even if you don't have a team, knowing your numbers is an important practice so that you can see where your attention is most needed rather than trying to prioritize everything all at once. And finally, it alerts you of problems early so that you can create solutions and course correct before it reaches a red alert level. So is tracking numbers intimidating? Well, I think it can be. So I want to walk you through six of the basic key metrics to start with in order to keep a pulse on your business so that you can get a system in place that allows you to build a practice of knowing your numbers, noticing trends and forecasts, and anticipating where you'll end up before the year is over. Okay. The first thing you want to track is your P and L, otherwise known as your profit and loss statements. Yes, you've probably heard of this one because it's honestly pretty basic and you likely hopefully already track this in some form or function, whether you use QuickBooks or Excel or some other accounting platform to see how much money is coming in and how much money is going out of the business every month. Now, if you aren't tracking this metric and the only time you know how you're doing is when you're frantically pulling numbers for tax season, then I'd recommend implementing a system to keep track of your profits and losses ASAP. This is where having an accountant or a bookkeeper can be wildly transformative for you. They'll keep track of your P&L for you and provide reports to share trends, upswings, forecasts, and reviews that will help you understand where to focus more of your attention and where to maybe back off a little, whether it's with expenses or with offers or products that are either doing really well or aren't converting as well as the others. Do what you can to keep a pulse on these numbers every single month of the year, not just when tax time is around the corner. 
In an article about small business metric tracking from Forbes, it says, as a business owner, you need to know if your revenue is translating into actual income. The P&L is a great indicator of growth over time in maintaining the business budget and reaching profitability. Now think about this. Revenue does not equal profitability. So if your expenses are close to, equal to, or more than the money coming in, something's got to give. And you're going to want to adjust either how much you are spending or analyze what you can be doing to bring in greater revenue. That's why if you see any marketing things out there that's telling you people are making 10K a month or six figures, you don't know if they're talking about profit or revenue. You don't know how much money they're spending to make that amount of money. And sometimes what shocks me on Shark Tank is when business owners will come on and they'll say that they're doing millions of dollars in sales only to reveal that they're not actually profitable. And so you really want to look at profit and loss statements because this is going to be how much money you're actually making. And it's going to help you to analyze those decisions moving forward. Okay, so since we just brought up revenue, let's talk about that a little bit more. That is the second metric that you'll want to keep track of. So profit and loss first, that is like the number one go-to bare minimum thing you should be doing every single month. Second, you should know your revenue. So let's talk about the foundational difference between profit and revenue, because I think sometimes people can get these confused. Revenue is the total amount of income generated from your sales while profit is the amount of income remaining after accounting for all of your expenses and operating costs. So you'll want to take a look at what's driving the biggest amount of money into your business each and every month. We don't just want to track overall revenue, but you want to break down individual revenue streams for every service, product, or offer that's available to your clients and customers. Track each item's revenue or what it's bringing into your business to see which offers are performing and where your strongest revenue is coming from, as well as what efforts are driving it. A lot of times when you understand this revenue piece, you can see what is moving the needle the most in terms of your offers, your promotions or sales, and it can really help for you to harness the necessary knowledge and power to scale and focus on the right things. Here's what I often see happening. A lot of times people don't know these numbers in terms of revenue. They don't know that one of their offers is crushing it. They're putting too much energy in things that aren't actually driving results. And it's kind of like the Pareto principle where 80% of your results usually come from 20% of your efforts or 80% of your sales generally come from 20% of your offers. So in other words, the majority of your revenue likely comes from a small amount of your offers. So you might think all of these offers are doing really well when you look at the big general numbers, but when you dig into the individual revenue numbers month by month, you're likely going to find that one or two offers are providing 80% or more of your results. This is why it's so important to break it down via revenue stream to make sure that where you're putting your time, your money, your effort, your energy, it's going into the things that are actually driving you the biggest results. So really ask yourself, once you look at these numbers, how can you double down and make sure that what is driving results is your main focus, where you're putting that time, effort, energy? And it starts with knowing these numbers and knowing how you can promote and deliver those high-performing offers and get the biggest results for your business. So knowing revenue is so important. Okay, the next thing we track is our website and our blog traffic. 
So first things first, blogging is not dead. In fact, long form content marketing is doing really well right now. Traffic is one of those things that might not feel super important because it's not directly tied to a dollar amount, but it is valuable because the more people landing on your website and consuming your content, the greater odds you have of capturing them as a part of your audience and a better chance they have of buying from you either at that time or in the future. So if you are not creating content like on a blog, on your website, I really think you should be. If it is in your wheelhouse, if it is something you've thought about, it is the number one way to drive traffic to your website and to lead people from a free piece of content like a blog to a paid offer. You don't have to hit publish on a new blog post every single day to drive results with a blog. But what you want to do is you want to aim to get fresh, interesting, valuable content on your site at least two to four times a month. And that's going to engage your target audience or answer a question they might have. It's going to position you as an expert. It's also going to give you opportunities to have things like call to actions in there where you can invite them to become a part of your community, to subscribe to your email list, to be connected to a paid offer. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you're tracking your traffic at least once a month. We actually track this on a weekly basis to see what content or sharing strategy gives us the best boost from week to week. And what you can do is you can hook Google Analytics up to your website to view all of your traffic numbers or your blog or website backend might even have that data for you. But I love Google Analytics. I think it's the best one. But here's the thing. If you don't have a website or blog, you want to be tracking traffic to whatever type of content you're creating, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube channel channel, you want to make sure you're paying attention to how many streams you're getting or how many views or downloads. Wherever you're creating content, which hopefully you're a content creator on some scope because it's the best way to serve your audience, start paying attention to the traffic and the numbers there. Here's another thing. If you don't have an outside platform that you're serving on, you can track your traffic on things like Facebook and Instagram if you have a business account for each of those platforms. I'm still a little torn on if you should have a business account or not, but uh, that's another story for another day. But the bottom line is, is that more eyes mean more opportunities to make conversions and to acquire new customers. So knowing how your traffic is trending, whether it's up or down or staying pretty neutral and understanding kind of what's happening across the board, whether it's in your industry or platform specific This can tell you which content is most valued by your audience, and then you can make more of it to bolster that traffic even more, to serve your audience even better, and to provide those unique call to actions that will help someone go from just being a viewer to becoming a subscriber or a part of your community. All right, so you might have heard me talk about CRM platforms and wondered, what the heck does that acronym even mean? A CRM is a customer relationship management platform. It takes any customer interaction like a sale from your website or clicking onto your weekly newsletter and it transforms that data into valuable insights. Insights like when do my customers shop and do my emails really get opened more on a Monday? A HubSpot CRM platform is ready to help connect the dots between your business and your customers like never before. HubSpot is consistently working to make its products more connected than ever. Improved forecasting tools give you a bird's eye view of your entire pipeline to see what's around the corner. You can see how your quarter is going, inspect new deals, and use customizable data-driven reports to improve team performance as you grow. 
With custom behavioral events, you can get into the details of what makes your customers tick. You can track site behavior and understand your customers' buying habits all within the platform. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help connect the dots of your business at HubSpot.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash gold digger. That's linkedin.com slash gold digger to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The fourth thing you can track is your cost per acquisition or your CPA. So back to our Shark Tank training session. One thing I noticed is that the sharks generally ask a question about CPA to anyone pitching a product. So your CPA or cost per acquisition is this marketing metric that measures the aggregate cost to acquire one paying customer on a campaign or channel. So truth be told, finding your CPA isn't necessarily an easy number when starting out, but it becomes easier to find once you begin investing in paid ads because most platforms will actually straight up tell you what your CPA is. But it is something to be thinking about regardless of whether you have ads and it can help make sure your margins are large enough for you to actually be driving a profit. So a quick way to get a handle on it is by looking at how many dollars it costs you to acquire a new customer or to make a sale so that you can adequately price your offer so that they make sense. If you don't pay for ads at this point in time, look at your expenses for one product for a month versus how much that product brings in. And that's your cost per acquisition. Now, like I said, we invest in paid ads, so knowing our CPA is super important. And we know our CPA down to offer, down to how much we're paying to get a new email subscriber. We want to know all of those numbers to make sure, first off, that any dollars going out and being invested in ads are yielding an actual return. But we want to make sure that we understand what our CPA is so that we can make sure our return on investment is right side up. And that's a huge, huge decision 
discussion on Shark Tank and something I love. So pay attention next time you watch that show and see if they ask, what is your cost per acquisition? And you'll find that a lot of entrepreneurs that are investing in ads can speak to that cost. And you want to make sure that that cost is less than what you're actually bringing in profit wise. Next, you want to be tracking your monthly expenses in a highly detailed way. Now, it's so funny because I hear a lot of solopreneurs or service-based business owners say that they don't really have many expenses because it's just them on their own working in their business for clients one-on-one. They're not creating any products or paying a team or shipping anything. And I know I felt like that at the beginning when I was a photographer. I was like, wait, they're literally just paying for my time. And I was like negating all of these things, like the cost of my gear, the cost of like the memory cards and the backup drives and hosting my blog and email and like all of these things. But it's so funny because when you think about it, no matter what type of business you are, you likely have expenses. Thinking about things like your computer or your Wi-Fi that you use for work or a dedicated office space or whether or not you pay for an email or an accounting platform or any other softwares or if you pay a contractor for copywriting or branding or editing. And it's really apparent that entrepreneurship costs money, right? And so you want to be tracking your monthly expenses And you want to be really aware of them because sometimes they're not so obvious, right? It's important to understand the breakdown of how your money is being put to use. The more in touch you are with your expenses, the more likely you are to make sure that any money out is tied to a tangible, measurable result that you can keep track of as a business owner. I remember at the beginning when I was a photographer... I had this long wish list of gear that I wanted, different lenses that I wanted, flashes that I wanted, camera bodies. And I had to ask myself and have this like come to Jesus of like, is having this extra lens going to make me more money? No, not off the bat. That is not a worthy expense right now until I have it in my budget to make it. Sure, it might make me a better photographer, which might make me a better income down the line. But really, when you are bootstrapping, you want to get super clear on what your expenses are and make sure that what you are spending money on can be tied to an actual tangible result. And so you want to just make sure as you're looking at your profit and your loss and you're getting those expenses You're getting really clear on making sure that every expense is tied to an actual result. And you can also then see if there are any business costs that might be unnecessary or cutting those out or streamlining your expenses or looking for ways to save money. And that can just be a huge way to grow as a business and to really make sure that when you look at those P&L statements every single month, that your losses are actually going into helping you run and be a better business. All right. Finally, the last metric I recommend every business owner to track is your conversion rates. So if you are running a business, meaning you have an offer or you're currently selling something for profits, then you should know your conversion rates as it pertains to how you do business. So this can look a little different for everyone, though, whether it's the conversion rate from your social media efforts to actually someone becoming a purchaser or the amount of people who purchase your product from a webinar or presentation or what percentage of your email subscribers click and purchase a product through a link that you send them, you want to start to pay attention to conversion rates. Being aware of your conversion rates and which channels drive the best rates can help you understand where your efforts are best spent and can also help for you to thoughtfully forecast where you spend your efforts in the future. 
I mean, for us, like we do a lot of webinar launches. We know industry standard conversion rates. We know Jenna Kutcher specific conversion rates. We know how many people we need to sign up, how many people will show up, how many people will generally buy. And having numbers like that gives you this opportunity to reverse engineer, to make sure you're spending your time on the right things and to kind of be able to forecast what you can expect to earn from a specific launch, whether it's a product or a service. Forbes said it like this, your marketing efforts won't mean anything if nobody is converting. Everything you do has to have that idea in mind. So essentially, wherever you're spending time to promote your business, you should be able to track whether people then choose to purchase from you or move to another stage and keeping in touch with your business, like joining your email list or signing up for your Facebook group. You want to know what marketing efforts convert the highest, and that's going to allow you to continue creating similar campaigns or content that can drive similar results. Now, what's so interesting here is a lot of people will tell me like, oh, social media engagement is down. And guess what? It probably is, okay? The algorithms are always changing. But I always ask people, well, are your results down? Like you can't just be looking at your social media efforts just in terms of engagement. That's really not telling you the results that those efforts are driving. You want to be able to tie certain posts to actual results. And what's so interesting is a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to look like a business versus actually focusing on being a business, meaning you have something to sell, you're selling it, you're providing a value or a service or a product or an offer to a client, they're getting some sort of end result. And so you want to make sure that as you start digging into metrics, you're not just focused on things that make you look like a business, which generally costs you time, money, and energy, but that you're actually focusing on the things that make you a business, which is selling something and giving someone an end result. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough, but I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. 
Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So regardless of the stage and age of business, these are the six metrics I recommend that everyone start with in terms of tracking their numbers. Again, Shark Tank training session. Let's see if you remember them. First, your profit and loss. Second, your revenue. Third, your traffic. Fourth, your cost per acquisition. Fifth, your expenses. And sixth, your conversion rate. It doesn't have to be super complicated or time-consuming. We literally keep our scorecard in a Google spreadsheet that the whole team has access to, and we add the new numbers we track every Monday from the previous week's performance. Simply choose which numbers you're going to keep track of, create an easy place to store them like a spreadsheet, and then choose a consistent time to update them, whether that's the same day every week or the first day of every month. You might even want to put a reminder in your calendar as you get the hang of your new metric tracking routine. And again, the books that I referenced at the beginning of this episode, Traction and Rocket Fuel, are super helpful in understanding and knowing what you should be tracking, how to set it up, how often you should be doing it. It was really like the step-by-step process that I needed in order to adopt this new method. Now, what's so cool is is that if you do it, over time, you're going to begin to notice trends and rhythms and indicators for how you can be spending more of your time, more of your efforts and resources and energy inside your business to allow your numbers to grow and thrive, which then allows your business to grow and thrive too. Now, I get it. Knowing your numbers can feel super intimidating at first, but I promise you it is one of the best practices that you can get into the habit of maintaining for the sake of a healthy business, and it can give you this really thoughtful approach of what you should be focusing on and allow for you to have this more balanced way to scale and grow your business to the next level without having the overwhelm. I mean, let's imagine we're all walking down that long hallway. You can hear the beat of that shark tank music. I literally like can hear it in my head right now. And the doors swing open and we see the shark sitting there and we can confidently stand there knowing our numbers. There's got to be no greater feeling in the world. I mean, signing an offer would be pretty dang sweet, but really challenge yourself. Pretend like you are in training for shark tank. Get in the nitty gritty of those numbers. And remember what's beautiful about numbers is that it is equations void of emotion. So if you are overly emotional about your business or your offers and you need something that is void of emotion to really help guide you, lean on the numbers that we talked about in today's show. I hope this episode was super helpful for you. Maybe someday we'll meet on Shark Tank. But until then, Gold Digger, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for hitting play on today's episode of the podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.